Hi, I'm Eamon Murphy, and welcome to the Echo Sport Podcast. I'm joined this morning by Barry Amani and Dennis Hurley. We're primarily going to be looking back at the two Cork matches over the weekend. Uh, two league games, two defeats, unfortunately. And we'll also have a look around the country. There's a bit of 21 action on the go, and the Fitzgibbon Cup is still in full belt with MTU and UCC True, thankfully, to the knockout stages. We'll start up in Ennis, I suppose, Dennis. Anyone who wasn't travelling yesterday would have probably been watching it on TG Cahar because they, they provide a great coverage of the game. Disappointing result in the end, considering that at halftime they'd played against the Gale and, and, it, and it was level 14-2-7. to two seven And, you know, we were thinking, God, this is a great chance now to get a, a rare win at Cusack Park on the road to start off the league. Yeah, l- like you say, disappointing, definitely. The, the first part of the second half, we'll say, Cork created two good goals in the first half to, to win just trailing by a point. Like, Claire, Claire were good in the first half. And Cork maybe wasted a few chances, but you know they were still in there and they had done well to be just a point behind. And then second second half, like they didn't make use of the wind. They they didn't. I think they only took a couple of shots in that fifteen minute period. And Claire, some poor efforts, weren't they? Like yeah, and Claire Claire were just more physical and they were winning winning the dirty ball. And then they were able to win frees that Mark Rogers was able to put over. And all of a sudden, then a one point. Uh, a one-point lead became a six-point lead, and then Patrick Horgan in the Cork's weight, and then Clare came back with two more points. You know, so there's seven points in it. And after that, to be fair, then Cork did get going, and made a few changes as Shane Barrett came on and pressed Shane up came on and a couple of points. points yeah. yeah, yeah, and like all of a sudden, then it's down to two points, and Cork had the momentum, and Clare conjured a goal almost out of nothing. Really, David Fitzgerald, who was very good all through, kind of exemplified the. The ability to marry physicality with good hurling for them. Uh, Cahal Malone as well was, you know, another good guy like that for them. David Fitzgerald, a great pass to pick out Shane Amori's run. Um, and Michal Mullins, who was only just in the field, in fairness, stayed with him and tried to do his best to put him off. But um, Maury w- was Finished able nicely. to get the shot away. Very good goal. And Maury made an impact when he came on, didn't he? Oh, he did. He was very good. You know, yeah, he's, yeah. you know. Very experienced. He, exactly. Very experienced and just does the right thing more often than not. Like brought brought an extra bit of security around the middle with Malone and you know Claire be very happy with the win. Cork obviously things to work on. Pat Ryan wasn't very downbeat afterwards. It's the fourth February. Um, it was the toughest of the away matches definitely. Um, well you'd be saying that before Wexford went to meet Kilkenny in <laughs> yeah. Northern Park, but on paper it was the toughest of the three away matches. Um. You know, the aim is to get top three. Top two would be nice, but it, it's not absolutely critical. You know, a year ago, Cork were very good in beating Clare. You know, I don't think it counted for much in the end. It was it was an outing, an imperfect outing, which is what you expect this time of year. Cork are missing six or seven guys who would definitely be on the pitch as starters or subs in the championship. Um, it was a chance for guys to impress some some did more than others. Owen Roach was in a full back. He kept Aidan McCarthy. Very scoreless. tidy game, yeah, yeah. Tidy, yeah, exactly. He did the Brian Murphy kind of roll from his yeah, own tub. Of not, yeah, exactly. not doing a whole lot, but marking his yeah, man yeah, tightly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good to yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, he, he showed up well. Patrick Collins, maybe you're thinking, facing a bit of competition with Brian Saunderson in goal. He made a very good save in the first half from Mark Rogers. Came out and cleared up another situation very well, you know. So, there are definitely positives to be taking. The two goals were good. Cork had another chance with Robbie O'Flynn very early on. Maybe should have been a goal into the side netting. What you'd be disappointed with was that there was no goal chances in the second half. That with the wind, 
maybe they were taking the shots from further out rather than working the ball in. Somebody to yeah, work they on. They ran, ran the ball well at times yeah. in the first half. Sean Toomey, I suppose, was a big plus. He's around the panel a while now. I know he's only in his early 20s, but he's kind of knocking around for a while trying to, trying to make an impact. He's not a heavy scorer. He got one point yesterday, but he was the one guy who got through a lot of dirty work and it yeah, did and that that job that you're talking about. That yeah, Colin and, and, and he, he does that. For, and for Clare. Yeah, and I suppose it it's kind of a double-edged sword almost in that he can be a very good goal scorer, but you need him in closer to goal for that, whereas if he's in the half-hour line, like you say, he can get through the work. Um, so it's just trying to kind of trying to, to, to balance that um, but you know I think next Saturday evening in Park Super Valley Park Creeve against Kilkenny might um, might tell us more you'd expect more of the you know some of the guys who were absent to be back Mark Coleman will probably get a run off the bench uh, in that match you know in what position will be the question yeah exactly maybe, maybe in the forwards his first Cork outing since the match against Galway in 2022 um, so you know, very welcome return. Um, Midfield option or a half forward option yeah, as well as wing back, like de- definitely. And you know, I think I I I don't even think you probably has to be nailed down into one spot. You know, the versatility is such an important aspect nowadays. You know, we saw with Tim O'Mahony who was able to be moved between the half back line, the full forward line, a couple of years ago. Um, but you know, a big crowd now Saturday night. More of a must-win game. Uh, they they, they need to board. perform now, having la- definitely last, yeah, last, yeah. Uh, last the weekend. You know, we'd, we'll kind of have a better idea when we're chatting next next week. I think. And Barry, I know you were only probably looking the league Sunday highlights. You were all the way up in, in RD, but I, I suppose the big thing for people was that it was there was a couple of hints of the same failings for Cork in that physically they were out muscled a bit. You know, they they got caught with turnovers. Christy O'Connor, a great piece in Tuesday's Echo. He's breaking down all the stats, but how few balls stuck in the full forward line. Robbie O'Flynn had an uncharacteristic off day on his kind of re- return from injury. He, he he was kind of frustrated figure towards the end, having had that goal chance early. He, he just couldn't couldn't get on the ball. And coming out from the back line, Sean Dunn, who was excellent, Kieran Joyce was fantastic, Tommy O'Connell also had some great moments, but Cork did churn a lot of ball that was turned into scores for Clare. That, that, would, that was definitely a theme I could see. I know social media isn't the yeah. barometer, but mm. people were a bit worried about the kind of some of those same failings popping up. Yeah, I I just caught the, the highlights on Sunday night on, on League Sunday, and you know, it was very disappointing. It was disappointing. It was probably the most used word over the weekend. Um, but yeah, like to concede as well, one twenty five as well. Um, really disappointing. I think you know, I think Claire led throughout the game as well. Uh, yeah. You know, Cork just couldn't really you know just get anywhere close to Claire really and. You know, Pat Hogan um, got one seven. I think it was seven frees, and you know he, he's a Lovely really goal, good, he's a really good player. Obviously, he's the, he's the main man. But you know, you'd like to see other players, you know, step up and you know help him out. Um, so you know, just look, it is only the, the, the first day out in terms of the hurlers, but uh, yeah, must win. No, I suppose on, on Saturday night, and you know, in Super Value Park against. Uh, Kilkenny uh, and just the fact yeah. that the league is changing you would like to stay in that to- re- revamped top flight next year because you'll have better quality games Ab- absolutely spring. and it'll, it'll help, help the team before, I mean, the, I mean, before I the championship like, yeah. clearly there's been no great push to, to or isn't a great push judging by Pat Ryan's reaction to try and win the league for the first time since 98 it's probably and yeah. probably no one in Cork is bothered you know I know, I know at the end I, of the day if once they get out of Munster we won't mind if they I know, the I know we, we, we touched on, on that last last week but like you know it's it's silverware, you know. It's under, you know, and I, I suppose from our point of view, I, you know, I'd like to see Cork, you know, go all out and try and win the league. You know, cause yeah, you know we haven't won, won too many trophies. Ninety-eight and you know, haven't won a meaningful trophy since Munster in two thousand eighteen, even just in the modern era, yeah, which, no, which is quite be, a while ago now. It'd be nice to 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 win something. Do you know what I mean? Because it's been so long without success for the for the for the Hollows, yeah. 
and and those Saturday night games under lights, Dennis, they tend to draw a great crowd. You you'll always have kind of eleven, twelve thousand upwards. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we've had it's you know heading to twenty thousand for the league semi final a couple of years ago. Um, they're great occasions. Whether it's called Super Valley Parky Grieve or just ordinary Parky Grieve. It shows the stadium in the best light. We saw it in the rugby last weekend yeah. as well. A great crowd. It looked fantastic on on TV. There will be a good buzz in there. Like. De- definitely. And players feed off that too. You know, when there's a better atmosphere, I think it leads to a higher intensity. And the fact that Kilkenny lost as well means they're searching for points. So it will add an extra little bit to it, which is what you want. You don't want to be going at full championship pelt, obviously, but you want something above, you know, the challenge match from Munster Senior League level. Um, and I think even just the fact that the competition for places too, you know, guys know that you can't take it easy. Um, like you say, Cork might be going all out to win the league, but they will be, they will be looking to to lay a good foundation for the championship. Um, and you know, I think Saturday night should should bring about an improvement. Um, bring about an improvement that way. Yeah. And in terms of changes of team, obviously there'll be a few more people brought in. There is a Fitzgibbon Cup game during the week. There was this week. Um, you know, some of the lads who, who played at the weekend had been involved in Fitzgibbon Cup action. Mike Cork go for slightly more physicality around the midfield section. I just thought with Owen Carey and Brian Roach, quite similar players. Yeah. You know, both were tidy. Owen Carey, obviously, it's his first game. So, you know, for a first game, I, I thought he did, he did pretty well. But they're, they're quite similar style players. You know, they're not the, the, the tallest or strongest. You know, their kind of mo- mobility is their key and, and linking the play. You need someone to do that job. You know, you'd love to see, obviously, with those injuries, but someone with the kind of stature or pace of, a, you know, Dara Fitz or Tim O'Mahony's kind of abrasiveness yeah, in around that exactly, section. Yeah, exactly. You know, Ethan Toomey, of course, is injured. He'd be another guy you'd be liking to look at in yeah, that role. Yeah, so... It, You'd, you'd expect there will be changes, yeah. Um, it, I suppose depending on the injury situations, like Ben Cunningham now has joined Declan Dalton and kind of the, the medium-term um, injury list. But beyond that, I think most fellas are, are close to, to fitness. Like you say, if you, if you were to put Dara Fitzgibbon back into that team, it, w- it would add an extra mention, definitely. Tim O'Mahony too. So I, I think th- they're looking to kind of find a settled team early on, but... You're trying to give guys chances too. So how do you balance that with trying to to get get enough results? Like it's it's not it's an difficult. easy not it's an difficult. easy puzzle. Um. Um. Like you know, in in terms of uh, Pat was, he, you know, he he was kind of pointing out the positives more than the negatives after the game. Um. Like in terms of, we'll say la- last year when Clare got five points from their half back in the championship, and he said that was something that they were looking to kind of improve on this year. Um, David McInerney put one over early on with no one near him, and you're thinking, have here we go, no, have we had an improvement? But beyond that, there wasn't any other points from the Clare halfback, and I think there was only one other shot. Like Cork did, kind of play with, cl- you know, with with a three man full forward line for for most, but like kind of Shane Kingston and Robbie O'Flynn were rotating a bit and dropping deep at times. But when you do that, it means the opposition can't play a sweeper. Yeah. Um. And there's not as much space in the halfback line for them to build attacks. So that's that's an encouraging thing. Um, and you know, the the fact that they they only got seven points against the wind in the first half would you know you'd say might be a bit of a worry. Um. But the wind was very strong. Um. And then when it is that strong, you're looking to harness it a bit better. Um. So like they did have twelve points in the second half. I think twenty one shots in total in the second half. Um, so probably a conversion. Yeah, you could have had fifteen or sixteen points, but yeah. you're a bit tidier with possession there. Yeah, but they, they, I think if you're looking at where the game was won and lost, I think that fifteen minute period at the start of the second half, they That's needed to assert themselves more like and just get on top and 
kind of dictate the, the game and that didn't really happen and it, it just led to it being too much of a, a gap to try to build up. Yeah, but look, we'll see what the response is next weekend. Another team who need a response, Barry, are, are the footballers, but they're actually not in action this weekend. They, they have a gap, probably a welcome gap now. They're at home to Cavan on Saturday week. They, they've had their couple of away games now, you know, two pretty tough away games. Obviously, the Donegal game, as we said beforehand, but it was, it was likely to end in defeat. We just didn't think it would be 11-point defeat. But while low, they're decent in RD. They're difficult to beat there. They beat Cork there last year. That would leave us, you know, it was a game Cork needed to win, in my opinion, just to, to, to get the season back on track, lay down a marker. And if they had any ambition to get promoted, it'd be very difficult to get promoted now. But beyond that, can we finish in the top four, Barry? We're going to have to start winning a few games. <laughs> yeah, I suppose, wh- where do you even start, you know, talking about this game? I suppose, really disappointing anyway, to, to start with. And, and, you know, John Cleary has two weeks now to, to stew over this um, two-point defeat, 2-9 to, to 13 points. And um, basically, you know, loads... You know, two goals in the space of two minutes in the first half. That's a, that was decisive, really. Um, at a stage when Cork were actually on top, you know, they, they were up three points and they looked, you know, fairly comfortable. Uh, and then all of a sudden, it was a turnover, and um, you know, Low got a, you know, the first goal. It was, it was, <laughs> it, it was very soft from from a Cork point of view. Um, you know, it was. I, I think John Cleary would have probably have sleepless nights. I suppose over the next couple of weeks now. Um, it should have been defended better. And in the second goal, two minutes later, it was the, the Bahar was kind of bobbling around the box and Cork failed to clear their lines. And it was, um, you know, it was just a, a scruffy goal then in the end. So, and I, Patrick Doyle made a couple of saves too. So, I, now I, clearly I, yeah. got a bit of joy in around the Cork square. Like. And, and pa- yeah, Patrick Doyle made a couple of very good saves and um, did a, a goal disallowed as well. Well, you saw as well, in, you know, in, in the first half. But, like, no, Cork did have, have their goal chances as well. But, uh, you know, on the balance of play, I thought Loud just about, you know, to, to deserve the win. And, you know, it's just, <laughs> it's just a man of Loud's um, two goals, you know, when you don't defend them. There's, um, you know, properly, yeah, it's, it's disappointing you know, losing like that one. Like, you, you, you go away, you, you, you don't deserve anything, points. Yeah. You add a goal to that and defend a bit better and, and you're coming away probably with a three or four point win, five point winner, you know, and you're in a great position. So, there are small margins, clearly. But at, at the end of the day, you know, kind of at this stage in you know in the John Cleary era shall we call it you know it's the second year proper but also he took over for Keith Rick in two years ago you know there, there, there's a bit of pressure now with that Cavan, Cavan game to get a result he's used to it of course because we had the same scenario last year like for the bad start to the league but Cork had a very strong win in the first half as well and, and you know and trailed by a point at, at, at half time and like, you know they just, they just you know they played well in patches but it just wasn't wasn't consistent enough and um, you know even in even in the second half when 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 Cork went up point on a couple of occasions, they could never push two or three points clear. Like they just couldn't shake off load, and that would have hung they in didn't there. Score it all after the fifty um, fifth minute, yeah, which is like, like, the, last, like the last quarter. Of they just the didn't score in the last fifty minutes, and that that's just not good enough. And like, you know, had Cork learned lessons from the week before above and belly buffet, like Craig Lennon loads wing back kick two points in the second half and play, and like. Both like exact same really. He just bust up the pitch, acres of space. No one came towards him, and he just kicked it over the bar. Thank you very much. Um, you know, some of the defending, I think, you know, did. They have issues there clearly because it's fine to trade off having the wing back come up and kick points, Dennis. If you if you can keep clean sheets or whatever you say, right? Well, they might get twelve or fourteen points, but they won't get a goal. That, and, you that's know, it. You like know, the big improvement we saw from Cork last year was that they were hard to break down. Good solid blanket defence mightn't have been pretty to watch, but it was effective and it. There was a clear improvement in Cork, and so where we have a situation now, where, you know, defeat to Donegal, can be, can be accepted a lot more easily, I suppose, 
Um, they're probably the favourites for Division 2. Jim McGuinness is back. Um, you know, a really tough game. But we like we said last week, it w- that low game will give a better idea of Cork. Most Cork people will be expecting a win. Uh, maybe some of that is kind of legacy kind of Absolutely, yeah, a- yeah. attitude towards Lowe who have improved an awful lot. But when you score 13 points and a low nine, but you still lose the match because, you know, because they got two goals, you didn't get any, and they might have had a couple more. Very frustrating, yeah. Yeah, and it just points to the, the defence being a lot easier to break down than you'd be expecting, you know, in, in at this stage of the evolution. Yeah, and I suppose the thing is now, you know, you were mentioning RD, Barry, it's a small venue. Mm. You mentioned to me earlier before before we recorded this that mm. it was kind of comparable to, you know, Kilimanjaro, yeah. you know, a very yeah. rural place, small venue, intense, you know, crowd and all that, you know, a bit, bit of a fortress for Lout. Parky Cueve, we can't say is a fortress at all for, for, for Cork teams, um, certainly not in, in, in football anyway, because the opposition love coming home players. a huge pitch, it plays very big, yeah. there do- doesn't tend to be a massive crowd, and there certainly won't be for a Saturday afternoon game between Cork and Cavan there and... You yeah, know, yeah, the yeah, yeah. In, in Ronan McCarthy's tenure for Cork couldn't win in Park Street. <laughs> they win away from yeah. home. Yeah. Just, just before we talk about the with the Kevin game, like there was a few, you know, good performances I suppose, uh, on Sunday, like you know, Patrick Doyle, you know, as we mentioned, made a few um, good saves and he, and he converted a, a forty five Chris Oak Jones and Owen McSweeney uh, kicked two points each from from, from play. And they played well up in Donegal too, hadn't they? Like yeah, getting scores um, up there. Colin in the midfielder had a had a really good uh, performance I thought in the, in the middle of the park and Tommy Walsh. Uh, from Kentucky, he was he was everywhere. You know, if you ask me, you know him and where, where Tommy was, was playing, I, you know, I, I couldn't I couldn't answer because he was everywhere. He he covered every blade of grass. He's young above and athletic. It's great to see. He's, he's he, he, he was really good. I thought and, and Sunday he was he was probably my my player of the match from from a car point, point from view, a yeah. point of view. Um, but you know, really disappointing. You know, to have zero points after two games. I I, I think you know the management would have targeted two points from the first two games. Obviously, you know, Johnny Gallo, the low like, game, like, like go up to Bally before. Uh, Belly Buffet have a have a go, um, but they didn't last by eleven points. And then you know the following week, then go up to Audi and hopefully get a win, and that, that didn't happen. So, it, it, you know it's, it's not a great start, but you know there is time to turn. And they do have a weekend off now to try and you know get a bit of work done and, and whatever a couple of changes they'll make, they, they have the opportunity. To, they're not yeah. straight turning around six or seven days later. So, yeah, and know, I, I asked uh, John Cleary that on, on on Sunday, and he you know he agreed with me. Probably you know the break has probably come at a, a good time just to. Maybe you know, just have a look at a few things. And after Cavan, mm. then their their next two games after that, Barry, they're away oh, to Fermanagh. Oh, another long journey away to Fermanagh and home to uh, Kildare. And, and and Cleary said said that to it's me after the game, game so um, on Sunday that the the next three, um, uh, we know will be defining games in, in you know in the league season. And Need to pick up points. Like. You know, again, I suppose promotion. I suppose at this moment in time, promotion probably isn't. Uh, and engine is probably just make sure to finish in top four. Yeah, you know, as, relegation as, as we've touched on. Numerous times in the podcast and you know in the paper, the cock you know simply have to have to finish in top four of the league. Otherwise, or, or, or your, your, your place is in threat in the All Ireland series. Or else you're relying on, on your provincial championship um, form to, to get into the Sam Maguire obviously, and you know, cock are playing Limerick in the qualifying, and you know if they win that, they're going down to Clarny. Yeah, un- so unlikely to win. Un- unlikely to win. So I know there, there is there is a scenario where you, you could actually finish top, but and still end up in the Talton Cup if. If all eight um, provincial finals were contested by teams from, from the lower divisions levels, three yes. and four, don't, don't make it confusing. Enough. Yeah, <laughs> because Mead have their place in the in the All Ireland already booked from year. winning the Talton Cup last year. But I think I think so, top, so top four is a is a, 
a fair enough. Some means can afford to be relegated and still have their talent. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 They're, they're, they're the one terrible. team guaranteed because um, they would take the place of the eighth side in Division One, so they'd only have seven Division One sides. But means can prove true, lose all their strong. matches and yeah. still look. But, like, but like Saturday, Saturday week now is is huge. That's you know, into yeah. Value Park, Keith. Like you know, Kevin will will relish coming down here. Um, you know, the, the small crowd, big wide open pitch. And you know, and Kevin, oh, um, oh, after two good performances, you know, they they beat Kildare away by um four points, and they lost at home to Donegal by a point. But you know, it was a solid performance by them. So, yeah, they they won't have any fear you know, coming down. And if if Cork were not to show up, uh, you know, show up, and you know, um, it could be another defeat. Yeah. And around the, around the county, Barry, there was a there was a absolute plethora of under twenty one games on. They're knockout format. They're in the old because this is the old school championship where it's knockout. Mm. There's 21 in divisions. Uh, they're rattling away off in, in February, which was kind of obviously the case before, and there will be a county, county series afterwards. Um, I don't know, is there any kind of standout te- team to win it at the moment? Seeing a lot of the teams that were strong at minor three or four, you know, two, three years ago have ar- already bitten the dust. Um, but it, but it's great to see a bit of action going on. Obviously, these games are just fixed, and you may or may not have your lads who run Cork under-20 panels between hurling or various other things. That, you know, that We saw that in, in, in the games across the weekend. There were some big names missing, but at the same time, there were, there were some great wins. Balnora and Naval Bond, unique pairing in the mid Cork final and you know, it was just great to see that yeah. shaken up. Yeah. Um, unfortunately Ballon are gone, but 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 from a perspective of a freshness to, to, to the thing. Absolutely, yeah. Just to, to start with the, the Musgree under two A football uh Championship Ballon had a great win over Ballon Colleg on on Saturday in, in Ballymore won fourteen to, to sixteen points. And you know Ballon Colleg were, were slight favourites, you know, for obvious reasons and you know they were going for three in a row in in, in Musgree. Uh, but um, Michael Quack, who played very well for Ballinor, he got one two, and his goal was was ultimately the the crucial score. Um, you know, but but that group of players, you know, they've they've won a lot, you know, coming up through the underage ranks. So you know, it is a you know, it's it's a shock, but it's not a huge shock. You know, yeah, they'd um, back themselves there on their own pitch too, probably as well. Absolutely, yeah. you know, we know we, we know Ballymore, you know, it's a it's a it's, it's a tough place, and um, you know, they they have a. A really good group of players there, and if they can stick together, and, and you the know, Cork under twenty hurler from last year, Shane Kingston, Shane Kingston had, had a massive game by yeah, all. Yeah, he, so. he got two points, uh, one, one from a, a free. So, um, and in the other semi final, um, Neva Bond uh, beat Aog in, in in ovens on on Sunday, one eleven to one nine. It was a, it was only a, a two point win for, for for the for the Bally Vaughan men in the end, but they 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 were dissolving winners, and um, their star man Ed Myers, uh, kicked one seven. He's on the Cork under twenty. Uh, Football panel and they show. won the B last year in under twenty one. Really they did, yeah. They yeah. beat in the Scar in the final. So, yeah, so um, great to see them stepping up. You know, I suppose Aog and and, and Ballincollig have dominated this championship, you know, for, for many years. So, I suppose it's, it's refreshing to see. It's no harm really. And then around the rest of the county, I was just looking through the, the different fixtures. Obviously, we covered some of the city division games, but Bishop Stone are still standing. Nemo edged out the bars by a point. Michael's knocked out Douglas. So I suppose any of the three of them could, could win it. Newcastle were the West Car champions from, from last year. Aban Gales are probably the favourites. They played Premier One minor with the on the age crew. Uh, I remember covering some of their games there three years ago, so they'll probably be favourites there. But Cabri Rangers, who controversially lost to Van Gales la- only a few months ago in last year's championship, That's they're the still thing, going. Yeah, yeah. So 2023 yeah, championship. Yeah, it's only so just late. Yeah. 2024 so early. <laughs> so rolled back around again. So yeah, wrap around the season. And like there is an added significance as well. Like there's a you know the, the county championship is is back. You know in the under grade. You know for the first time since the 2019 season. So you know there's a lot on the line. Obviously you know if you win your provincial championship, you go into the county and you know there's a trophy on the line. So um, yeah, no, a lot of really really good games over the weekend and you know the, the the weather was was quite good i suppose 
Um, as good as you're going to get for this team. As good as you're going to get. Um, but yeah, you know, in the Calgary division, big win for, for Calgary Rangers against Newcastown, uh, 112-16. to, to And the other semi-final, then Ivan Gales for... Um, Went out to Castle Avon and, and and beat the home side, uh, one eight, one eight. Yeah, to, so I think to I six think points. You know, you, you have potential like Van Gaels Cabri Rangers rematch after. Yeah. Obviously, there was controversy last year. Yeah. Cabri Rangers thought they won by a point. Went to extra time game is replayed. The Van Gaels progressed and then lost that lost the final to Newstone afterwards. So there there'd be plenty of bite anyway when the, when, the, when those two seem like they'll inevitably meet. Absolutely, um, absolutely, yeah. And uh, those uh, finals, I think, they're penciled in for the end of. Everything's in, across in this in month anyway. Yeah. So yeah, and, it's, it's and the county championship then would be played towards the end of the year. So yeah, so it was a big blow for 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 the likes of to say Ballincollig, Douglas, who would have been in the minor final three three years ago. They lost the final to Glanmire, and they had won it the year before. So some of those lads are on the edge would have won minors. They, they're all gone now, and there's no county championship for them. So it was that's that's the whatever about winning your divisional section. You could say oh, we've won loads of those before, but you know to be gone out of the county section is probably the blow for blow for some of those players yeah. and in, in third level action Dennis just before we wrap up there there's two big games this week two very yeah. tough games for MTU and and, and and UCC they're both the way they'll be underdogs I suppose given they, will, they will be underdogs yeah Wednesday evening um, UCC are away to the holders UL that's an 8 o'clock um, throw and I think it's being streamed live um, a good response last week against Minute having lost to, to Mary Eye in their first match They'd have been expected to beat Manute, but it made kind of hard work of it in the first half and then really pushed on well in the second half. Robert Downey probably a doubt from Ben Cunningham out. They do have a, a deep squad, but UL, have big a, players you need, like. UL are, are just star-studded. Um, they, have, they have Brian O'Sullivan from um, Kentork in their squad as well. Um, it basically, UCC need to produce a top-level performance and probably hope that UL aren't fully at it. Yeah, and Similar situation in for MTU. They did well. They got three day points to, to draw at home to DCU last week to go through and scoring difference. Um, but Galway have just been outstanding so far. Um, and up up and down. And um, you know, I think MTU will, will be up against it, especially Adam Conley out injured, Jack Callan not available because um, of his core football commitments. Yeah, you need those guys going they, full tilt yeah, really. They like just need an extra bit of a cutting edge and attack. But um, look, at least they got out of the group, but you know, well fair play to John Martell. Yeah, and to get, players get to the last the stage, you know, because, you know, it's only a few years ago that um, CIT, as it still was then, uh, had dropped down from the Fitzgibbon. So to be back up and be competing and be top eight is, is a good sign. Um, but uh, they they will find it tough if you're yeah. But sure, look, I suppose they're there. They, they have a puncher's chance. You'll both be well, covering, that, covering that, the game. It. So yeah. f- f- fingers crossed. Listen, thanks very much for joining us today. You can find us every Tuesday on echolive.e forward slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts.